Today's podcast begins with a coffee cup. In 1990, a team of psychologists led by Daniel Kahneman at the University of California, Berkeley, conducted a simple study. They gave a group of people coffee cups, told them the cups were theirs to have, and then asked them to price their new possessions. How much money would they sell the cups for? The answers varied, but the average price they settled on was $5.78. If you're thinking fair enough, so did I when I first read about this experiment. But there's a second part of the study, and that's where things get interesting. Another group of people weren't given a cup at all. Instead, they were shown the same cup and then asked, how much would you pay to buy it? And the price they came up with was $2.21. If you're keeping track, that's a 62% discount from what sellers were asking for. And here's another percentage that came out of the study, 80 Sellers lost 80% of their projected sales just because they had no idea what their cups were actually worth. So what happened? Why would just knowing a coffee cup is yours lead you to more than double its value? Today's podcast is all about the strange phenomenon that psychologists call the endowment effect and how it impacts the decisions we make. I'm Olivia Kang, and this is Outsmarting Implicit Bias. So here's how the endowment effect works. Own something, easier yet, just hold it, and it will increase in value. Just like that. The catch, of course, is that it's only more valuable to you. Now, some psychologists think this comes from a good place, a love of ourselves, and by extension, anything attached to us. And others think maybe we just have this aversion to loss. But that graveyard of unsold coffee cups from the Kahneman study makes one thing clear— This bias is far from harmless. Now, when I first saw those numbers, cups more than doubling in perceived value, 80% losses in sales, I was surprised. And then I had some questions. First, were economists worried about this? After all, a single coffee cup is one thing, but what if you're trying to sell a thousand? What if you're trying to sell your car or your home? And then, does any of this matter outside of the psychology lab? The Endowment Effects Project is about new investors in the financial marketplace, how behavioral biases change their decisions. This is Dr. Santosh Anagal. He's an economist and an assistant professor at Wharton in the Business Economics and Public Policy Department. He has spent years investigating endowment effects as they occur in the world of business. In basic economic theory, one of the main tenets is that people should have one valuation for what an object is worth to them. It shouldn't matter whether they currently own that object. And yet it does matter. And that turns out to be very important. Okay, so like take, for example, clean air. We want to know what is living in an environment with clean air worth to someone? Well, it turns out if you ask people, how much would I have to pay you to give up clean air? They typically report valuations of clean air that are two to three times higher than what they'd be willing to pay to get clean air. So just to be clear, the same person who would only pay $100 to get clean air would need $300 to give it up. That's a problem because which of those numbers should we use to figure out how much we as a society should spend on creating an environment with clean air? And this, of course, is relevant not just for public goods like clean air, but also like, you know, if a firm is thinking about trying to sell a new product and they want to figure out like, well, how much are people willing to pay for this product? It would depend on how you ask them. So it's not just coffee cups. 
It's clean air. It's new products. It's that pet project you keep investing in at work when you should be letting it go. It's those famously bad trades sports teams make because they prize one of their players just a little too much. And Dr. Enigal's research shows this can cost us cold, hard cash. What is an IPO lottery? It's a kind of a unique regulatory structure where basically when there's excess demand for IPO shares, the firm is required to run lotteries where it's randomly chosen which of the applicants actually get the shares. Because this is completely random, whether you win or lose the lottery should have nothing to do with how you value this stock once it's traded on the market. But that's not what Dr. Anagal found. Winners are about 63% more likely to hold the stock than losers. And even if you look at guys who are very experienced in the market, who've done lots of IPOs before, they're still about 40% more likely to hold the stock. Let me just remind you that this is happening in a setting where the whole point is to accurately assess value. And if you're thinking, well, maybe holding onto the stock is a good idea, it wasn't. Dr. Anagal estimates that the endowment effect cost lottery winners right around 5% of their portfolio values. It just seems like these investors never ask themselves, would I want to buy this stock on my own if I hadn't been randomly assigned it? So maybe this is something we should be asking ourselves, whether we're talking about simple coffee cups or the broader context of our global markets or anything in between. How can we detach ourselves from our decisions? Here's a few ideas. First, know your numbers. Gut instinct can just feel right, but relying on actual data, for instance, the market values of mugs, cars, or the homes we wish to sell, will always pay off in the long run. Second, keep the decisions in the here and now. If you're wondering whether to keep a struggling stock, ask yourself, would I buy it today? Do the reasons for buying it in the first place still hold? Finally, take yourself out of the equation. When it comes to hard decisions at work, Imagine that you're advising someone else on what to do, or crowdsource your decisions. Seeing others' valuations will show you if your numbers are or aren't adding up. Knowing that things attached to us acquire this extra glow in our minds, that's fine when we're talking about grandmother's watch or a coffee cup that doesn't cost us our retirement savings. But in the world of work, it's only rational to value things for their actual worth. No more and no less. Outsmarting Implicit Bias is a project founded by Mazarin Banaji, devoted to improving decision-making using insights from psychological science. This episode was developed by Mazarin Banaji and Olivia Kang and featured Dr. Santosh Enigal. Support was provided by a grant from PwC to Harvard University. Sound editing and mixing was done by Evan Younger. Music was composed by Miracles of Modern Science. For all studies cited in this podcast, go to outsmartingimplicitbias.org. 